Hi, I'm Jen. I'm the witch. Hi, I'm Vic. I'm the skeptic. Welcome to My Roommate's a Witch. Valentine's Day! Special. <laughs> Great work. It was like an improv. Um, so, I was looking out... You're very close to the mic. I was looking onto the internet. Okay. Um... And we need to give a legal disclaimer that the content of this podcast, especially this episode, but also in general, is intended for people who are 18 or older or 21 and older if the age of your consent is in if in your state Why? is 21. What's going to happen in this episode? Well, we, we're, doing it, it's, we're doing half on love magic, half on sex magic. I'm okay. <laughs> Victoria said to me, she said... I was like, hey, do you want to do something on Kitchen Magic? She's like, well, it's Valentine's Day. And I was like, well, okay. So. Wait, that's not what I thought. I thought you said, did you have an idea of what you wanted to do the podcast on? Yeah. You didn't mention Kitchen Magic. Well, I was just thinking about it. <laughs> so, yes, if you're under 18 or 21, if that's the law in your state, um, you should tune out now. Um, sorry. We're going to be talking 21. about some dildos. It's in, like, Utah or something. I don't know. Where all the Mormons are. Yeah. It's because there was a sex cult there for a while. In Utah? Mm -hmm. You know, there's one in Hawaii. Can you believe? Which island? The I mean, island I live on! Wahoo! <laughs> that is that's not, a reasonable That's question. not how you pronounce it. It's Oahu. Can we I can pronounce we it very weird. Yeah, let's go. Great. All right. Tune in next time for a sex podcast. Cool. All right. So, Victoria... Mm-hmm. What is your impression of love magic? Okay, I've seen Practical Magic with... Well, that makes one of us. Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. Um, I'm in a mood today. And, um, and in the movie, um, they do a lot of, like, Love potions. Actually, I think it's more of a sleep potion. So, you know what? Never mind. Oh, actually, no. The two aunts. Okay. The two aunts. Sandra Bullock is a spinster. And, I mean, <laughs> literally, she's a spinster at, like, 35. Things whatever. I've said about Sandra Bullock before. <laughs> and she, um, her two aunts are, like, worried for her. One of the aunts is played by Rizzo from Greece. And, um... So they cast a spell on her so that she falls in love with the man in town, and then he dies because all the men that they fall in love with die. Whoa, that's crazy. I know. Wow. Honestly, um, it's a good movie. That's so. It's well. It's also interesting because, like, I do think culturally we like think love spells, love potions are like, like in the Emperor's New Groove. I think he took one once. What? And then he who? Like, I don't really... I just remember someone taking a lot of There are potion. a lot of potions, but yeah. the potions turn them into different animals. That's what it is. But I'm pretty sure there was a love potion at one point. Maybe I'm wrong. It doesn't matter. Maybe. But, like, the idea of the love potion is this, like, sort of thing that you give to someone, and then they instantly, like, fall in love with you. And if you're, like, in a Disney version, there's usually some sort of strange catch or, like... Harry Potter! Lavender Brown! Um, makes Ron fall in love with her with a love potion. There you go. 
it's dangerous. It's dangerous, dangerous work. Um, but yeah, but in real life, love potions don't work that way. Actually, I'm sorry, but I have to correct myself. I got that wrong. It's from Milda Vane, and um, Ron accidentally takes the potion that's meant for Harry. Wow. Well, on this podcast, we strive for accuracy. Yes, so I think, I think that's <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, yeah, so I was doing kind of this I have mouth to noise off. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, so um, I was doing some research online, and a lot of people actually end up finding, like, witchcraft because um, they're trying to find some sort of love spell or love potion and, like, get their lover not to leave them or whatever. Whoa. Yeah. Um, and so it's, like, come for the love, stay for the rest of it, I guess. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, but so uh, love spells in, like, modern witchcraft and in old witchcraft, none of – they never it never was, like – you slip your lover a tincture and suddenly he won't leave your side. Um, love. Spell. In the Crucible, everything starts because she wants John Proctor to fall in love with her. And so she's doing a ritual to make him fall in love with her. There you go. And that's how you identify a witch. Yeah. Um, but so I think that love spells only work in the sense that, like, you can attempt to change or not really change, but sort of modify or increase or like sweeten your like energetic relations with someone else. I don't think you can like cast a love potion and then suddenly like Dwayne, the rock Johnson is going to fall in love with you. Shut up. You know, I love him. Yeah, I know you do. Um, that's all Adler girls love Dwayne, the rock Johnson. Dwayne, the walk. <laughs> I'm sick. I can't breathe through my nose. I just love that I relate everything back to the crucible or Harry Potter. Yeah, I mean it's sort of it's it's your only appeal to the audience. <laughs> Hope the audience is a fan of the crucible. Um, or practical magic. Or practical magic. Um, anyway, you can so you can try to um, manipulate the energetic forces that are around you, but it's I think that everyone needs to get their expectations taken down a notch, you know? Okay. Yeah. So, um, I guess another like interesting question before we get into like the nitty gritty, um, is whether or not love spells are actually ethical. Um, because, uh, you know, with things like money magic, you know, you're just trying to attract prosperity to you. Um, but I have sort of an ethical like question, dilemma. dilemma with like, you know, like a love spell that is just intended to bring more love into your life. I don't necessarily see such a problem with that. But if you're like targeting a specific person, say Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Sandra Bullock was not happy when she found out what her aunts did. Yeah. Well, it's like, so I guess I have like ethical questions if you are like targeting a specific person as to whether or not that's like truly consensual. Um, <laughs> uh, and whether or not like, you know, I don't want to be in love with someone who is only here because I cast a spell, <laughs> which is not really how it works. But so I guess I I hesitate a little bit on the love uh, spell work department because I um, I have some questions, ongoing questions about the ethics. Exactly. And then you think, oh, maybe they love me and I can stop giving them this potion. And then they realize that who they've been with this whole time and they leave you and then you become Voldemort's mother. Well, that's not usually how it works, but, um, <laughs> sure, if that's health, if that's a helpful metaphor for you, <laughs> then I support it. 
Um, so there's a bunch of different crystals um, for love. Um, rose quartz. Yes, actually. So rose quartz is like the big, I the big daddy, the big daddy of love. Love. Um, so rose quartz is like arguably the like most common, most powerful stone. You can also use pink um, tourmaline. Uh, I may mispronounce these stone names. Um, very sorry. Whoa. Yeah. Um, so those are your two like basic. Um, stones. Um, for, if you're looking to attract more of like self-love, um, there's parasolite stone. Um, that also is good at giving you more like self-confidence. Um, there's also the, you know, so those are sort of your like pinky kind of stones. Um, sunstone stone and tiger's eye stone are both sort of like yellow and orange in hue. And they're really, um, they're nice little if you're not looking, to, if you don't really feel like you identify with pink stones, those okay. might be some good options for you. Um, if you're looking for more of like an ethereal, like uh, sort of universal, like global love awareness and like kindness awareness, um, parasolite stone as well as yellow jasper, as well as yellow jasper, um, are two good stones for that. Um, it can also those can also help you with like your you know, if you're a really negative person, uh-huh. I'm looking Victoria in the eyes. If you're a really negative person. I'm not a negative person. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Um, but if you, if you're having, struggling with like negativity and the negativity with which you interact in the world, um, those can be good stones to help you sort of try and stop being such a bitch. So that th- those kinds of stones can, um, stop, help you sort of re- evaluate how you're um, interacting with the world um, as well as malachite stone um, helps with like transformations of the heart and such um, go ahead there was a really good joke about crystals on Brooklyn Nine-Nine this past week and it was um, Gina was talking about how nothing bad ever happens to her and her boss was like you got hit by a bus and she goes that bus was going 60 miles an hour and I didn't die because I had a crystal in my pocket. Now you tell me crystals don't work. Amen, sister. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You can also, so, uh, yep. Um, And if you're like trying to work on your relationship um, with, you know, a specific person, things like blue lace agate stone um, and emeralds are, are good at, manifesting sort of success in love okay, um, and things of that nature. Now, if you have a broken heart. Yes. Rhodonite stone is great. It's got a really beautiful, like deep hue um, and malachite stone as well. My friend, Ilana, shout out to Ilana. She listens mm-hmm. to this podcast. Oh, that's so nice. Um, she, what used to be a radio DJ um, at her like college radio station and last valentine's day she did a playlist or she oh i guess i don't know she made a playlist that was all breakup songs that's wild i love a good breakup song um yeah (coughs) so those are good options um if you're trying to heal your broken heart. Um, yeah, but so again, any other healing uh, grounding crystals you have are also good if you're trying to mend your broken heart. Um, yeah, so when we talk about love magic, it's also, it's about harnessing um, the 
the things that you have like access to. So other ingredients you might want to include are um, essential oils. So you could use things like ginger, rose, um, nutmeg, um, sandalwood, um, black pepper, uh, of course, rose, um, and other like floral scents. Um, you can use like clary sage, um, jasmine are all like popular, um, essential oils that are helpful for, for doing the love thing. Um, as for herbs, again, rose is obviously a huge, Love so rose quartz, rose oil, rose petals, everything. Just yes. put it all in there. Um, the plant list is pretty similar to the um, essential oil list. So things like rose, lavender, jasmine. Um, they also recommend hibiscus. Hibiscus, yes, and rosemary, chamomile. I love hibiscus. Yeah. Oh, I love chamomile tea. Love good chamomile tea, cinnamon, peppermint, vanilla, uh, rue, rue, known as holy herb or mother of herbs. Yeah. Um, so those are just some like little, uh, those are some like practical tools you can use to get more in touch. So if you wanted to, you could make like a love herbal tea, um, assuming you're using like ingestion grade materials and things that are like obviously safe to be, um, ingested. Um, you could do a ritual bath, sort of a, you can make a spell pouch or a jar, um, you can also, if you feel like you really want love and the manifest, you know, I think like whatever energy you're putting out is energy you're going to get back. So if you're putting out a lot of like love energy, seeking like positive love, I think that's, that's sort of, um, what you're going to get back. So, um, I think, so if you're really focused and intent on trying to manifest more love in your life, you could even set up like a small part of your either your regular ritual space or altar or you could add like a love altar um and spend time like meditating in that space specifically that's so interesting though because everybody's like the second you stop looking for it it'll find you yeah i mean i guess that's an interesting like philosophical but then there's also like if you put it out into the universe it'll happen like making it happen by putting it right well i think there's a difference between i don't necessarily think scrolling through tinder is manifesting uh your love right um i think i think there's a difference between putting i think you can both put out good love vibes into the world and at the same time um be really open-minded with like what kind of love is like there for you um yeah so you can also take your perfume your oil if you I use essential oil for perfume so your perfumes your oils whatever you want to put on you can enchant that with with love charms to make yourself more more appealing um it actually comes uh this brings up an interesting like subtitle which I think we just need another um like whole episode on of like glamour magic um and magic which sort of disguises uh I mean traditionally it was used um sort of in predating makeup as a spell to make you more physically attractive um okay but we're gonna have to have a whole another episode (laughs) on that because it's very apparently very difficult to do um yeah there's you can also make um like mirrors are great tools for divination so you could um 
make a special like love mirror for uh, questions in regarding love. Um, and that also brings in things like beauty and other tropes we have associated with mirror. Um, there's a ton of little like granny magic, like charms. What? We literally go through this every time I use the word granny magic. I don't magic. remember. Um, granny magic is like a, almost exactly what it sounds like. It's the kind of magic like your grandma granny practiced. Magic. So like your grandma was like, Oh, you want him to go away? Bury an apple in the backyard. Which, I don't even think that's a real spell. Don't do that. But, you know, things like that. Or, like, wise woman uh, healing tinctures, things like that. Um, But there's a ton of, like, little old school spells um, that you can use uh, if you want to go look them up. They're really really fun. I don't know if they work, but I think they're they're fun to think about and fun to do. Um, I would also encourage you to think about, like, love in other forms. So... Um, you know, love doesn't always present itself as romantic. We're going to go make out in the corner kind of, well, I guess that would just be sex. Love doesn't always present itself as like, uh, how we think it will in movies. So consider doing, um, rituals associated with other things that do relate to love, like healing or protection or, um, yeah, really healing and protection. I think those are, and good luck, you know, those things also tie in with the love and will make your, like, love work. Oh, my God. Speaking of good luck, do you remember the Lindsay Lohan movie? Um, You probably don't because you don't know any movies. <laughs> but there is a Lindsay Lohan Curse movie. my puritanical upbringing. There is a Lindsay Lohan movie where I think it's called, oh, it's called Just My Luck. And she has the best luck in the world at, in, in New York City. And this other guy has the worst luck in New York City. And then they meet at, like, a party or something, and they kiss, I, I think. And um, their luck gets reversed. And then she, no. becomes, she has the worst luck, and he has the best luck. And so then she has to find him again so that she can get her luck back. But then they fall in love, and every time they... It, it, like, ends with, like, them at a train station, and every time they kiss, it's, like, the train gets delayed, and then they kiss again, and it doesn't get delayed. It's, like, every time they kiss, their luck gets switched. Okay, I already see some plot holes, but maybe we'll talk about it. <laughs> That's actually kind of sweet. That reminds me of Freaky Friday. Um, yeah. So those are some... You can also do, of course, you can do uh, attraction spells, candle magic, shit like that. Um, as always, please remember to cleanse your space beforehand. Be careful with fire, etc., etc. Shall we move on to some sex magic? All right. Do you have an impression of sex magic before we get started? No. Never even heard of such a thing. <laughs> okay. Um, so sex magic is sort of a subsect, I guess, yeah, whatever, separate love sex, but it, it's kind of very inherently tied with love magic. Um, obviously, cons- and so when I speak about sex, I'm going to be speaking about consensual sex. I think it's really important that, um, and this is sort of an unpopular opinion, so whoa, you can whoa, whoa. read a bunch of other people's opinions on it as well. Um, I think it's unethical. You can practice sex magic by yourself, like through masturbation or with a partner. Um, and I personally believe that if you're practicing sex magic, uh, with a partner, without your partner knowledge, I, I don't think that's consensual. And I think that's a problem. Um, so for 
the advice that I will give, I think you should always um, be in open communication with your sex partner. And if they're not into you using magic, um, I don't think you should do it. I think it violates consent. So I think, so I think that's something that's really important for you to consider for yourself and think about if before you embark on sex magic with a partner. You can also do sex magic by yourself. So that just erases all of these problems. <laughs> um, and just know, like, when we speak, when I speak about um, sex magic, I mean uh, consensual sex. I don't mean anything that is non-consensual. Um, so for the purposes of this podcast, we'll be talking about consensual sex. Um, yes. So... Do you have any impressions on sex magic? Or are you just... I already said no. Did I? Uh, yes. Yes. Wow, I'm going... I'm losing my mind. Um, cool. So, we all... So, sex is like an energetic... Sex and masturbation are like energetic um, human experiences, which can either like raise or ground or lower um, your energy, depending on like what you're doing. Um, another like ugh, hot topic is like whether the kind of sex you have influences um, the spells that you can do. So really what you're doing with sex, sex magic is you're just taking um, a heightened state of energy or a heightened state of vibrations um, and you're injecting that energy, which normally would just sort of simmer around into um, your magical workings, um, either like before, during, after um, sex slash masturbation. Uh, there's a lot of ways to, um, there's a lot of ways that you can go about this. Um, so something that I think is a really cool idea is like, you can do, uh, a ton of different things with the energy you harness from sex magic. A great way to do it, especially with like things like masturbation is like, um, for acts of like self love. Um, I also think sex magic is particularly powerful in regards to things like luck, love, um, power, you know, things that are traditionally associated with, um, sex. Um, yeah. So, uh, self love, so you can do like a self love ritual bath. Um, and something that I've really been enjoying with my ritual baths is, um, putting the herbs down in the like bait, make sure your tub is clean. We just got all the mold out of our bathroom. It was very exciting. Um, make sure your tub's clean and then, um, put down, maybe even clean literally and also, you know, cleanse your space. Um, but so, um, I'll put down the herbs that I want in the bath and then I'll draw a sigil in them, like in the herbs, like the sand thing we were talking about in the last episode. Mm -hmm. I think that's aired, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like the sand thing we were talking about in the last episode, how you could like draw sigils on your altar. You can do the same thing in a tub with, um, with your herbs and then run the water. Um, and I think that really can help like ground and set the attention. Um, you can also, assuming that they're safe to be exposed to water, you can bring your crystals into the tub with you. Um, and I think self-love baths are about attention, relaxation. Um, and if you feel like, you know, adding a little, boost of energy, like through masturbation or something. I think that's a great option. Um, also I, again, we've talked about it before. Um, I'll flag shock rubs. She's rolling her eyes, um, which are like, they're quite expensive actually. I wish if you are from shock rubs and listening to this and want to give us a discount code for our listeners, we'd love to partner with you, but they're kind of expensive, but, um, they're basically crystal like 
wands, dildos. They're called massage wands, but we all know they're dildos. They don't look like, they don't typically look like just dicks though. So they're a little more highbrow, I guess. Um, so you, but, so you could also incorporate something like a shock rub, um, to increase your, your magic. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll also, so really you can chart, sex magic is great if you, for charging. So, um, you know, there's a difference between cleansing and charging an object. So like if I was going to charge a crystal, I would first cleanse the crystal and then charge it with energy or intention. So it's just, uh, there, it's like wiping the slate clean and then infusing it with, um, what you want its purpose to be. So you can use, um, practically like sex, if you're using like sex magic or crystal magic, you're going to want, or not crystal, sex magic or like, um, masturbation magic, whatever. Um, you're going to want to, you know, <laughs> do the thing, uh, and then keep your, intention on what you're trying to charge. So you could charge your crystals, you could charge your cards, you could charge your charm pouches, spell jars, etc., etc. Anything that can be charged, you can charge with sex magic. Um, you know, sex ma using sex magic with like the subset focus of things like love, luck, power, etc., etc. So charge your item. Um, you can, you can put the item like in between the sheets, you can put it under the bed, you can put it like next to you where you'll be getting busy. Um, and I think, you know, keeping, obviously enjoy yourself and have a good time, but like keeping your intention and your focus onto that item. Um, you can do like energy visualization where you sort of, um, imagine like the energy collecting onto the item, um, however you do energy visualization. Um, so that's how you would like charge an item or charge a spell or charge an object. Um, I would keep in mind, I get, I think I, touched on this a little bit earlier, but like, you know, if you're having like crazy rough sex, that might not be the best time to charge a spell pouch that's intended to make people be a little bit more nice to you. Right. So mm -hmm. maybe matching our, um, intention of like what we want the item to ultimately, what, what we want the item to ultimately be used for with like the kind of, um, sex or masturbation session that you're having. Yeah. I will also say I, I, when I was doing research for this, there wasn't much, um, research about like, uh, if you're doing like masturbation magic or I guess, uh, sex magic, but like porn. Um, I, I do feel like, uh, some people, some, there are such a thing as like technology, witches who use technology in their witchcraft. I'm not one of them. I do think like, not only do I have a lot of questions about like porn, i.e. is it ethically made? It's not really realistic. There's just not much that's like personal about it. Usually in most cases, there are of course exceptions. Um, I'm not sure. I do feel like porn might be more of a distraction if you're trying to do your sex masturbation magic rather than some, a tool that would help you. Um, but I don't think that's up for me to decide for everyone, but there's like, no one's talked about it yet. So here I am giving my opinion into the wide, wide world. Look at you. Um, yeah. So, but so just, I would just be mindful of like what you're doing that leads up to the inevitable charging of these items. Um, some people will also use, uh, yeah, so you can do visualization. Um, you can also charge your sigils. Um, I saw this Tumblr post. Um, we shared it on our Tumblr. 
all of our tumble there, um, where like someone drew like a sigil on their leg and then like charged the sigil while, because like, it's in a nice location to watch while you like masturbate. What do they draw with? Marker. Oh, okay. What, what do you mean? What do they draw with? Mm-hmm. Blood. Yeah. They use menstrual. Oh yeah. Well, you don't have to do like menstrual blood magic. There's a lot that you can do in this world. Um, so anyway, so those are just some of the things, again, like charging, manifesting, um, you know, these are all, and a lot of the other like love stuff, you know, these are things that can be enhanced with a little boost of, um, sex magic to go along. (laughs) Um, some people may also use, uh, sex and masturbation magic to connect with, um, their deity that they like identify with, um. I personally don't have a deity, so can't really comment much on that. But some people do that. Um, don't forget to always be careful. Um, this reminds me of Ghostbusters. Have you seen Ghostbusters? Um, when I was very young. Okay, so there's this part where they're... Okay, okay, okay. They're looking all around for Dana, I think is how you yeah. pronounce her name. And she's like, there is no Dana, only Zool. Oh my god. And then, oh, I do know that. And then she, like, <laughs> seizes on the bed. Yeah, while she's, like, trying to have sex with, um... Yeah, whatever. That happens to me what's every... What's his name? That Rick, happens, Rick Moranis! That happens to me every time I have sex. I don't know why these hosts think they're special. <laughs> and then you levitate? Then I levitate. Um, <laughs> sorry, that's just ridiculous. Which that's is, what she does. That's, like, I, I feel like... You know those memes that went around for a while that were, like, I whatever, what my mom thinks I do, what I think I do, what society thinks I do? Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, witches and sex magic, and it's, like, what I think I do, or what my mom thinks I do, and it's, like, levitating on the bed, hissing, <laughs> and it's, like, what society thinks I do, and it's, like, having sex in, like, in front of a bunch of people, and it's, like, what I, what I actually do, and it's, like, me masturbating with a candle lit. <laughs> Lit. Anyway. <laughs> Alright. Crystals for sex. Okay. And intimacy. You looked like you were getting defensive, so I just... I'm not getting defensive. Okay, well, here, I'll say crystals for sex. Um, so a lot of the, like, sex stuff is about, like, increasing libido, because um, that's just sort of the clearly the only thing the internet cares about when it comes to sex. Um, but like increasing a libido, increasing intimacy also flag that like there are, if you do feel like you're struggling with libido, there are, um, herbs, which have been like, like domania, which have been like long used to promote. Um, well, you know what they tell me on the subway ads, they say slow libido, not anymore. And they say, try hers. And that's what it's called. That's not what I'm talking about. Instead of hymns. Ah. It's her. That's let the record show. I'm not endorsing that because it's probably chemicals. I'm also not endorsing. I'm just saying the subway ads yeah. are intense. Well, there you go. <laughs> anyway, so some crystals to increase your sex and intimacy. Um, you can do you can do red jasper. You can do orange orange. <laughs> you can do orange um, carnelian. Um, notice that like we sort of like a lot of the love stones are sort of like pink or like a deep red um these are more like orange and like a fire red kind of situation um you can make those color associations yourself um you can also do like things like smoky quartz um for you know a lot of people struggle to sort of like relax around the topic of sex um 
stones that make you feel more I'm not I'm not adding you I'm just saying in general like um there are crystals which can make you feel like more relaxed and grounded and comfortable and smoky quartz is one of them um you can also same thing for garnet that's a blockage dissolver um and then our good old friend rose quartz can always just be thrown into the mix um yeah so essential oils for sex and libido very much a lot overlap with our love list. So again, Rose, Jasmine, Clary Sage. Um, I never know how to say this once. Nope. I mean, it's, um, <laughs> it's probably just Lang Lang. Lang Lang, yeah. Um, I don't know. Neroli. It's spelled Y-L-A-N-G. Yep, Neroli, which is from the um, peel of the orange, or from um, orange blossoms and fennel. So once again, thinking of things that are like, sort of earthy or floral in, um, uh, earthy or like floral in nature, um, can be really helpful. Um, if you're looking for herbs for sex, um, there's not a ton of information. Honestly, I'd suggest that you go ahead and, um, use I would, I would just incorporate the, like, love herbs. Um, keeping in mind, you know, things like mistletoe and, like, strawberry, like, those are also great. There's just lists and lists online that you can go look up if you want um, of different uh, love herbs, love – I don't know what I'd call them. They're not, like, like – like, things like apples. That's not really a love – herb, but it is like, like, I guess it's aphrodisiac. Maybe not aphrodisiac. An aphrodisiac. Maybe more of like, um, like a symbol, like a love symbol. Oh, like how like you would give an apple to a girl you like way back in the old In the olden days. Or like acorns are always like symbols of fertility. So I I do some, do your own research and look into like what, there's just hundreds of them. So acorns? Mm Mm-hmm. It's the seeds of the Did mighty you know oak tree. That oh God! Squirrels. Um, they forget like a hunt all of their bury yeah, their acorns. I'm sorry. Did you just say? Do I know that squirrels bury their acorns? Yeah. I didn't know. Okay. Uh, here's a story from when I was. Where's this going? Um, when I was four, they took us on a my preschool took us on a field trip to the nature reserve. Um, and they, it was a, it was a day about squirrels. Um, and so we were, they, they, they taped our thumbs to our hands and they buried peanuts in, in their shells all over the like grounds. And we had to dig up the peanuts and that was our lunch. So if you didn't dig up enough peanuts, you were just sort of like shit out of luck. And then you had to break open the shells without using your thumbs. Okay. Do you want another song? We also, we also learned this song. Okay, what song? I'm a fur, fur, furry squirrel with a bush, bush, bushy tail. I travel here and there, travel everywhere looking for some nuts. I've got nuts in my paws, nuts in my jaws, nuts in my head, nuts in my bed. I'm a fur, fur, furry squirrel with a bush, bush, bushy tail. I travel here and there, travel everywhere looking for some nuts. (laughs) Anyway. Would you like another squirrel fact? Sure. Um, their teeth never stop growing. Yeah, like beavers. Okay, you just know everything. Okay, here's yeah. one you might I was, know. I was raised in the woods, Here's Victoria. one you might not know. I don't remember where in America, but there's somewhere where, like, there's missile silos, and squirrels keep burying into... You know this one, too? Well, they put their nuts in the missiles, and it becomes a problem. Well, they don't put them in the missiles, but yeah, it, like, sets off their alarm bells, yeah. but it's just squirrels. It's really bad. Anyway, 
Squirrels aside. So, um, so that's kind of what I have. I can't believe you knew all my squirrel things. I did. I also knew the word habitat when I was four. And um, my mom still, that's like her chief compliment. She's like, you knew the word habitat <laughs> okay. when you were four. People were impressed at the nature reserve. Anyway, um, so... So that's sort of what I have on, like, love and sex magic. Um, you know, people have been trying to get other people to fall in love with them for centuries. So we could talk forever about, like, specific spells you could do. Um, I really recommend, like, looking it up. Um, looking up, you know, if you know, like, like I know I'm Irish, so usually I feel more of a connection with, like, um, Irish spells and, you know, lore and stuff. Um, again, if you're going to do anything, like, sexually related, I, I guess love to just... Remember, consent is really important, um, and to keep asking for consent, like, just because you're, you're a witch doesn't mean you should stop, um, trying to, like, fight the good fight of consent. And As an update, I got my 23 new results back. There we go. 100% white, no surprise, but what was a surprise was I have some, um, Scandinavian. Yeah. Which I did not realize. So Victoria could look into some... I'm a Viking! Yeah, she could look into some Scandinavian love smells. Look at me. Yeah. So, um, that's what we have for today. Um, it was really... Ex- I love talking about love. So. Yeah, man. Follow yeah, follow the Tumblr. Yeah. My roommate's a witch. I read blog a lot. Um, follow the Instagram, my roommate's a witch. Send us a Gmail. Yes, my roommate's a witch. at Gmail at home. Um... That's all I got. There you go. Yeah. Thanks for Happy that. Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. I can't wait to see Rebel Wilson's movie. I'm Jen. And I'm Vic. And that's the spook. I ate it already. <laughs> some, no, we're not doing like a porno, but there's going to be some adult. This is not a video. Content. What do you mean? You can do an audio porno. I'm cutting all this out. Good. No, I just want to cutting out the porno part. I think the porno part's funny. Anyway.